The headlines tonight. Financial guru fails to achieve enlightenment. Xanathar the Cruel demands the word cruel to be changed to mean something nice and lovely. And newscasters demand bigger offices and maybe one of those snack machines to go in the corner. Welcome to the campaign trail. First, our top story. The Foreign Office has left the Sky Kingdom after a successful campaign to completely deconstruct the nation's healthcare system. And minor crisis has now erupted, but authorities are insisting that it is only temporary and that we will soon be able to feast on the flesh of our people, I mean deliver a compensate healthcare bill. Why would they leave that bit in the quote? Meanwhile, the team is heading off to new adventures in a new land. The Republic of Robots awaits. I bet it's got robots in it. Bessie the Zeppelin soars away from the Sky Kingdom, zipping through the clouds and zooming across the ocean. Within, we see the little dojo where a small boy and a halfling are training for adventure. Uh, so, uh, Aguilad, what uh, are you training Timmy on this time? Um, Timmy is being trained in the proper use of the black pudding nunchucks. <laughs> Beautiful. Is this combat training? And when, when, um, and when not overseeing Timmy's training, Aguilad is practicing his falling off of things because <laughs> apparently I can now fo- I can now fall thirty foot without taking damage. Ooh. Nice. Uh, So if you remember from when I uh, introduced Timmy as your sidekick, uh, you can train him... Slash protégé. Yeah, your your little protégé. You can train him on a uh, skill, uh, and uh, you can help him improve said skill uh, for when you call upon him in battle, should you wish to do so with your magic uh, Timmy whistle. Uh, so, uh, strength, constitution, dexterity, wisdom, intelligence, or charisma. What would you like to train on first? Um, dexterity. Dexterity. Um, so, what uh, is Aguilad's dexterity training like? Aguilad has a dexterity of 16. Or do you mean... What, what, what's your technique? He... Yeah. Uh, my technique is basically <laughs> blindfolding Timmy and getting him to walk across a beam while throwing things at him. <laughs> Excellent. That's, I'm in there. I'm taking photos of Timmy looking wholesome and drinking new milk while doing the training. <laughs> um, Advertising campaign. Do you remember, do you remember new that? Milk, old, it makes that you hard play, the, 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 the martial arts child. <laughs> and and just that's for the record, good, I have not. Branding for new milk. <laughs> and just for the record, I have not been watching Drunken Master. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Timmy is going to make uh, a dexterity check. Uh, 17 plus 3, so yeah, he, he, he's doing okay. Uh, so, um, Aguilad, can you make a wisdom check to see how good you are at teaching? Ooh, my wisdom also went up. Aguilad is wiser. 14. 14? Um, yeah, you do okay. You do okay. Uh, so, um, with a 14, 
you get one d4 that you can add to Timmy's dexterity modifier. So can you roll a d4? I certainly can. I will roll a two. Two. So he gets another plus two on his dexterity. Cool. Uh, which means that next time you can't train him on dexterity, you'll have to choose a different one. Uh, but for now, is that uh, a plus two mod, mod? Is that plus two modifier or plus two to stat? Uh, it's going to be to uh, Timmy's stat, not to yours, but to Timmy's. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, plus two dex. Yep, I'm yeah. just making a note of it. Cool. Uh, oh, I should send you Timmy's character sheet at some point. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put it up on the Patreon as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I need to. I, I need to like organize the character sheets for the major NPCs as well. Um, this is a, an audio note for me, for future me, to, to do those. Hi, Joel. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, uh, after a bit of training and some sparring matches, uh, you uh, have fallen into a routine of heading to the infirmary uh, to put on some plasters <laughs> and bandages, etc. Uh, uh, Timmy has a splinter and uh, he's insisting on it being seen to immediately. Uh, the infirmary is fairly small, uh, it's uh, just like a hospital bed and then there's some cabinets, uh, worktops and some bandages and burn cream. Uh, there is also a door with a porthole window so you can see the, um, the the clouds going by outside. I imagine Aguilad keeps his back to that. Aguilad's gone round and painted over all the portals. <laughs> <laughs> And then Captain Biscuit has come and chipped off all the paints. <laughs> it's uh, an ongoing battle between the two. So, uh, Timmy is sat on the hospital bed as you uh, administer um, uh, some healthcare to his splinter. And uh, he says, um, Mr. Agrilad, you look sad about something. Did something happen? I discovered that people aren't always what they seem to be. Oh, no. Uh, some people are shapeshifters, I know that. Aye, and some people are downright dirty, rotten scoundrels. Oh, no. no. Is there anything I can help with? Just keep up your training, lad, and always do the right thing and the best thing for the situation. Oh, you're very wise, Mr. Agrilad. Where did you learn that? By getting shot on by my parents. Oh, no. That doesn't sound good. I've been reading books about the old chicken foots, um, and uh, there was there was what this one chicken foot called uh, Bram of Stoke. And uh, he, he was a chicken foot who, who, who was betrayed by his family. And you know what he said? He said, Ahem, Fuck them. Ain't worth twice the twitch of your arse if they aren't there to help you and love you. I thought that was very wise. Oh my god. <laughs> that, is, that is wise words to live by, lad. I thought so. Do you think I'll ever be that wise? If that sets the mind to it, aye. Mr. Agrilad, is there supposed to be somebody outside the door? Eh? Uh, you turn around and you see uh, Captain Biscuit outside the craft, uh, knocking on the porthole door, um, trying to knock the paint off the door, <laughs> off, off the off the porthole window. <laughs> uh, she's wearing uh, massive goggles and uh, a helmet, and uh, she points to you, then points to the back of the room. I look at the back of the room. Um, she keeps like pointing more forcefully. I go over and start examining the back of the room. As you're examining the back of the room, uh, she opens the door and you are almost sucked out by uh, the wind. Can you make a dexterity saving throw? And Timmy's going to make one too. And that 20 is fine. 13. 13. Uh, you trip and fall and are almost hurled out of the window. Uh, but Captain Biscuit grabs you at the last minute and closes the door. Uh, and uh, I assume Aquilad feels a little bit um, sheepish. 
No, Aglad feels very annoyed. What's that doing, the daft bism? Whew, that was thrilling. Probably shouldn't have put the door in the infirmary now I think about it. Oh well, just been realigning the rear left propeller and putting glitter in the engine. Perrin will be thrilled. Yes! What are you doing here? I'm fixing his cuts and bruises. Excellent work, my good lad. And she's sort of unbuckling a very complicated harness. Yes, gotta keep clipped on out there. Wind will catch you if you're not careful. Perhaps I should have done the repairs while we were parked. Never mind. Thrill Seeker Biscuit, they call me. Or at least I do. Mad nut job biscuit, more like. <laughs> so, you doing okay? I was until they nearly sucked me out of the aircraft. Excellent. Well, if my calculations are correct, and they almost always are, we should be in radio signal range again. Come on, follow me! And uh, she uh, heads out of the infirmary uh, and sort of uh, tugs Timmy along with her. The rest of the team, uh, you are gathered in the cockpit. Uh, Croc is um, currently steering with a big dorky grin on his face. Uh, but as soon as Captain Biscuit arrives, she takes over and he looks a little disappointed for a second. Uh, but then he looks at the rest of you and he says, uh, we've, been, uh, we've got into radio uh, range, um, so we can uh, we can call home. Um, Gorlak's scheduled to call me in about an hour. Uh, some sort of cabinet meeting going on. So, uh, But uh, who would like to go first? Uh, so you each have a chance to uh, radio uh, somebody. Uh, um, who would like to go first? I don't know who Perrin would radio. <laughs> they don't really know anybody. Yeah, Agrilab doesn't really have anybody to call. No, nor do I. I could call my boss and send him these pictures of um, <laughs> Timmy looking all, you know, Heroic. with milk. <laughs> uh, Penn, uh, how about you? Uh, I, I can uh, I can call your uh, parents if you like. Tony, I don't think Mother has very much to do with technology. I send her letters. Oh, what about your dad? Um. <laughs> Well, if you want to hear him shouting and screaming for half an hour... Oh, angry man, is he? Uh, no, just usually a very upset. Oh, dear. Is he tortured? Time. <laughs> okay, this, <laughs> this is somewhat upsetting. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we did have a, uh, a message from... For uh, Victrina, there was uh, an angry shouting message that came in uh, a few uh, uh, hours ago. I thought you might not want to hear that one. Um, I, I, I don't want to hear an angry shouting message. No, he, he said he was your boss and uh, it, it, it was all about uh, reports and uh, uh, daily briefings and uh, things I, I thought best left uh, uh, unavailable at the time, perhaps. <clears throat> Thank you. Perrin, um... That there was a, a call for you. Um, I think it might have been Me? a bit of spam, though. Um, okay, uh, go on. I've never got spam before. Uh, he picks up uh, a little notepad where he noted it down. Yeah, it was uh, to uh, mix uh, Perrin Bazonian uh, from mm -hmm. the High Chancellor of Draconia. Um, could you uh, see your way to uh, calling me at some point at your nearest convenience? I want to talk about religion with you. Okay. Um, I know things about religion. I'm incredibly devoted to the Green Lord, though I guess we're quite unorthodox. <laughs> Did you have a number? Uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. G give me one second. And uh, he twists some dials and knobs and uh, flicks some switches and says, uh, Hello, hello. Uh, this is the uh, the airship Bessie uh, calling the Draconian High Council. Yes, yes, yes. There's a uh, Perrin Bazonian, I believe, uh, wanted to call uh, the High Chancellor. 
Yes, excellent, excellent. And uh, uh, he hands the um, radio receiver and headphones over to you, Perrin. Ooh! Oh, I've never worn headphones before. <laughs> Ironically. Uh, <laughs> you pick up the uh, headphones and uh, you hear the um, draconian high chances say, Ah, Perrin, it is wonderful to hear your voice again. I haven't said anything yet. Oh, I have now. Is that good? That's as good. I was having a thought about you this evening. I was wanting to ask your advice on something. Okay, that's unexpected. We have had a little bit of an issue with some of the more religious types. After our conversation, I thought of you immediately. Have you ever heard of the Blue Lord? Yeah, the the Green Lord, my um, patron deity and only friend in this world until very recently. They know each other. I thought as much. Do you know anything of the religion of the Blue Lord? I would guess it's something to do with the sea. Is he a dolphin? Yeah. The sea, the sky, the big blue things. A mixture of the both. It is an unusual religion, but we like it. However, of late we have seen many followers moving over to the Yellow Lord. Many of the Blue Lord's temples have been repainted. It is most distressing for some. I would simply like to ask you to keep an eye on the outside, as it were, to see if you can find any clues as to the motives of the Yellow Lord. Okay. He is coming to meet with me soon, but I fear I shall have to crane my neck, as he's very tall. Oh, that's interesting. The Green Lord's quite short. Good to know. I will talk with you again soon, I hope. Yes. Uh, um, High Chancellor, would you consider me a friend? Natürlich, of course. <laughs> I have many okay. friends. And you are one I am happy to add to the collection. Okay, bye, friend. Auf Wiederhören. And click. Uh, it goes off. I made a friend. Did you hear that? <laughs> I made a... Oh, no, I had headphones on. I made a friend. Oh, good. Aqualad, um, there is a message for you as well. Um, a, a, a gentleman called Tim the Tailor uh, wanted to, to know how things were going. Uh, would you like to write to call him back? Aye, oh, I can do. I didn't know they had radios up in the monastery. Ah, oh, well, uh, must be a new edition. Uh, give me one second. Uh, again, some grilling of uh, dials and uh, turning of uh, switches. And uh, uh, you are handed the uh, microphone and the uh, headphones. This working? Hello? Hello? Agrilat? Can you hear me, lad? Aye, it's me. Ah, oh, that's grand. I hope you can hear me. I'm shouting as loud as I can because I know how far away you are. No need to shout. I can hear you well enough. You remember when we used to put cups on string and you could talk through them? It's like that. That's a bloody long string. Like invisible string too. And these cups don't have gravy in them. That's where we always went wrong. This is proper magic. Give over and tell me what you've been up to, lad. Um, training chicken foot. Bloody Nora, you found the new chicken foot. Gardener Graham will be re pleased. He'll get tears in his eyes and it'll drip into soup and we'll have to have salty soup for a week. He's always got tears in his eyes. He's got conjunctivitis. <laughs> <laughs> Remind not to eat the soup at your place. Anyway, look, got a bit of an update for you. We had a bloke from Sky Kingdom down here the other day. He were bringing Yeti back. Said he found him in underground train station, whatever one of them is, and he's bringing them back to mountains. Felt like I'd seen this little bloke before, though. Him and his wife. Halflings, like yourself. Don't trust him. Eh? Why's that? Don't trust him. Make sure they're real Yeti and not not fake Yeti with halflings inside. Inside them? Are Yeti it... on a new halfling diet now? No, they're fake Yeti with halflings controlling them. 
and and they take over and and they spin webs and I don't know what they've got to do with spiders, but they're not real. You know, Gardner Graham was saying the same thing this morning. I thought he'd been putting on shite in his black puddings again. That there halfling used to be my dad, but he's not my dad anymore. He's just a scallywag and a scamp, and he needs to be gotten rid of. Uh, there's a long pause, and you hear a bit of chattering. Uh, so, like he sort of put a hand over the microphone and is talking to somebody else, and then goes, "Ah, oh, bugger! I'm guessing that you found out truth then." What? But that is only family I've ever had. Aye. Aye. That means a lot to me, lad. But just so you know, it, it was Gardner Graham's idea back in day. See, there were these bloody eagles always hurtling into mountains and claiming it on insurance. Graham wanted to make them stop. Well, they don't need to apologise. They did the right thing. They brought me up proper. Unlike them gits that bl- uh, that claim to be my parents. Well, it's best you know full truth. Listen, Graham wanted to do something good. You know, he's been doing penance all these years. It's because of this. He felt guilty about taking you from your family and lying to you all these years. When he saw him do the big fake crash, he took you out before they woke up. And then he told them that you'd fallen into crevasse. He thought they'd be sad that they might renounce their ways and such. No. But they didn't. He was going to give you back if they did. Well, you can tell Graham from me that I'm grateful for what he's done for me. I'm grateful what all of you have done for me. And if them two... Egypts, if brains were money, they wouldn't have a groat for buying rice with. (laughs) I'm glad you feel this way, lad. Graham will be happy you're happy. He said he'd do his penance until you faced a similar train and overcame it. Can I tell him? Have you faced a train on conscience? I could say that, aye. Well, next time you call, I'll get Graham on for you. He's chasing his black puddings around guard and they've escaped again. Oh, he always lets them out. He always lets them out of their traps. I know, it's worse than tribe. Have a chip butty on me. (laughs) And remember, you are, as always, a plump pigeon. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, he hangs up. Brilliant. Uh, how does that feel? Um, a little bit proud, a little bit hmm. sad, and a little bit hungry. A little bit hungry. Yeah, he's going to yeah. go find a chip butty. <laughs> uh, uh, Captain Biscuit, uh, there, there was a, another message for you. Um, somebody called Lexi, uh, who's uh, in Thrasis, and Captain Biscuit is rolling her eyes, going, "Oh God, not him." <sighs> It's my cousin. He's lovely, but he's a bit clumsy. Before we land, I'm going to have to strap everything down and make sure it's all secure. He is lovely, don't get me wrong. Perrin, you'll get on with him. Are you saying I could have another friend? Potentially, sure. Just don't carry anything of value that could break. There's a reason he never became an artificer. God, I've not seen him in years, though. Maybe he's better. We'll see. Family reunions. I know. I'm not keen on them myself. You again. You you have a you have a, a rest, uh, and the next day, uh, Lisa uh, invites you all into the um, main common room, uh, where she's uh, set up a little board, and she's got a projector this time, and she's looking a bit more confident than she did last time she gave her briefing, and uh, uh, things are a bit more tidy. Like she's got all her notes sort of uh, uh, stacked up uh, in big precarious piles, but. You know, they're not scattered everywhere this time. Are they well indexed? Bugger, I knew I'd forgotten something. Oh well, next time. Now, 
first order of business. Oh, mm. I'm sure I had it somewhere. Give me a second. Oh, she goes searching through the pile. No! Oh, God. And it falls over. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> she scrambles through the pile. I can do it from memory, I think. Mm. Okay, everyone. Good work on the Sky Kingdom. We gave those vampires what for, eh? Another giant down for the count. Get it? The count. <laughs> like the vampires. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, get it. anyway. <clears throat> Our next stop is... And she clicks the uh, projector and you are shown a map of uh, a, um, a fairly large com- country uh, that seems to be built around uh, a number of mountains in the sea. Thrasis! The Republic of Robots, built inside a volcano. That's cool. Or rather, the opposite of cool, I suppose. Hope you back to sunscreen. Well, I am a quite pale person, but I actually do have some resistance to fire. Um, do dragon bones need sun cream? I've never worn it in my life, but I don't think I've ever been sunburnt. I, um, don't know... Sorry. I think it could be an aesthetic. Okay. I don't think it's... My, my aesthetic is a little bit more... Ooh, sparkle colour. That clashes, but it works. So I don't you can get sparkly coloured sun cream. Oh. And she makes a note. Thank you. Is it made out of sun? No. The fire is more made out of... Fire. No, I mean the cream. Uh, the cream is made of... Cream. So why is it called sun cream? It protects you from the sun. But the sun's up in the sky. Why do you need protecting from it? Well, it gets too hot sometimes. Then we go indoors or underground. You Darnorthians are weird. Moving on. Thrasis, Republic of Robots. Third largest economy in the GA. Major manufacturing centre. The population is... And she clicks the um, projector. And uh, you see images of um, what look like people made of metal. Uh, at first it looks like they're wearing armour, but uh, as you look closer, they are actually just people that are made of metal. Warforged, robots, metal people. Now, that is cool. It also boasts some hot springs, tourist spots and attractions. The Republic is based on a presidential system. They call their president the Lord Controller, but the current one is Lord Springsteam. Was he born to run? Born to run for office? Yes! Well done, Perrin. So he's the boss, right? Correct. Insists on the name, since he's running for re-election. I think we've got a unique opportunity. Gives us leverage. We offer to do something for his campaign. He might help us with ours. He is running on a platform of more denim, more manufacturing, and more manufacturing of denim. So, I suggest we go and cosy up. So, we're talking about talking about things. Indeed. I prefer it to fighting giants, personally. Well, yes. It's a little more civilised than you get to read under the table. Please, don't hide under the table. No, I'm reading under the table. Sounds a lot like hiding to me. No. 
you see uh, Captain Biscuit uh, wheeling in the vending machine and uh, she plugs it in and it hums into life. Okie dokie, now that we've got a plan, let's get something from the vending machine. Hope you've got your expenses forms ready. So, uh, if you all have uh, your Vendos uh, catalogues to hand. Oh, yes. Um, but, Aim, you've had time to look at it. Uh, what are you interested in? It's a kind of magic, magic, magic in the literal sense. Warlock skills for Yay. dummies. Uh, Yay. Harmonise your, your relationship with your Patreon. Uh, get back to basics, complete with cartoons, diagrams, and helpful tips. If you, sp- Which I will if you fail a spell, take a turn reading the passage and regain the spell slot once per day. Uh, so, uh, you're going to have to justify your purchase to the finance office. Uh, how are you doing so? Have you seen how few spell shot slots warlocks have? <laughs> By making this purchase, I will expand my capacity 50% and be able to assist the team significantly more than previously. In theory, productivity will rise in tandem with this change. This is Please give me a pay rise. <laughs> it's a very good. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Natural 20. Yeah, you are approved with a ding. Natural 20 on a first roll. Uh, so you get a copy of It's a Kind of Magic in the Literal Sense Warlock Skills for Dummies. Uh, anything else you want? Um, I think I'll leave it at that for today. Leave it at that for that. Um, you don't want the vampire bat, which would have been really amusing last time around. Um, I think I'm just distracted by my book now. (laughs) Naomi, what are you after? What's Agrilad looking for? Just to double check what what we're rolling against to get stuff. Uh, It's a persuasion check for the um, finance office. You've basically got to, you know, spend it on expenses. I'll stop looking at the stuff with DC20 then. I will uh, tavern braces. I think you've already got the tavern braces, haven't you? No. Or did you try and get last time? I think you tried well, I, and failed. I, I tried to get the tavern braces, but I got the hat of. Um, oh yeah, the encouragement hat. Yeah, which I, I keep forgetting that you have. <laughs> uh, so the uh, tavern braces. Do you want to? How how do you um, justify your purchase? Well, see, my trousers keep falling down, and if my trousers fall down at a really inopportune moment, I'm going to embarrass everybody, including myself, and any delegates that we might meet. <laughs> uh, sure, I like it. Um, I think they're braces as in the ones you put on your arms, uh, but I find it funny that uh, <laughs> Agrilad wouldn't know this. Uh, but roll your persuasion check. Nope, I got a ten. Nope, okay. Uh, you will get a chance to do the uh, the random item check uh, afterwards as well. Um, so, uh, Pen, what are you after? I've just seen this fantastic little item, a skeleton's key. The skeleton's key. Do you want to read the description? It says, a small key made from bones and teeth. It's a bit smelly and it looks like its teeth haven't been brushed for a while. It will open any door but only after its teeth have had a thorough brush every day. Once per day, must be cleaned every night or will stop yep. working. <laughs> so the Skellington's key. Uh, I thought Pen would like this one. Uh, how are you justifying it to the finance office? Because it'll look a bit suspicious. I see a role on this team as opening doors. To the GA. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Roll your persuasion. I'll give you advantage because that was very good. Yeah. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, 
Persuasion, right. Oh. 21. Not quite good enough, I'm afraid. This is a very powerful item. Um, uh, I'll let you uh, look for another item, though. Well, I still don't fancy necromancy for beginners. <laughs> On principle. <laughs> On principle. Yeah. Uh, um, there's a couple of other good things. Uh, there's the the Bardis. That's a new item that we've had. Uh, a small tent that is bigger on the inside and contains a mini bar. Uh, Pre-stocked with a selection of ales and wines. Uh, time moves differently inside the Bardis, so once per day you can take a short rest in half the time you normally would. Uh, but you must make a constitution tape or you'll come out drunk. Uh, so uh, that's a, 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 a portable um, short rest, basically. Uh, well, I can see the point in that one. <laughs> uh, there's the inventory app, a small magic mirror style device that keeps track of your inventory and sends you notifications on moments uh, to use something in your bag. Uh, basically this means that if you fail a save or miss an attack, you can choose to use an item from your inventory instead. This is my way of saying please look at your inventories. Um, uh, so there's that. Uh, it, it's somewhat um, dampened by the fact that to remember you have this, you'll have to look into your inventory. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> I think I might go for the Bardis. The Bardis. Okay. Uh, how do you uh, justify your uh, purchase here? Actually, I'll take your, your your justification before forward. Do you want to just roll your persuasion check again? Eleven. No, sorry. Never mind. You try. You tried. Uh, Joe. I think I would like the hair of Blair. The hair of Blair. Uh, a slick new haircut. You can choose the style and length up to five feet. Uh, and this wig will take on that style. It's so incredible that people will be distracted from your bad excuses and policies. So you can re-roll a bad persuasion roll once per day. Uh, how are you justifying this to the finance um, office? You're going to have a different finance office. This will be from, from the yes. new, new milk yes. people. Uh, I feel that... Um... Due to to the uh, the fact that we need to present a more wholesome image of new milk, that that our staff should also look more wholesome. So what I want is a um, five foot long Shirley Temple wig to make me look like a wholesome innocent, uh, <laughs> the kind of person who who would be the the smiling, cheerful face of new milk to the populace. <laughs> Okay, yeah, uh, roll your persuasion. I'll give you advantage because that was very good. Okay, uh, 19. Yeah, um, uh, I think that's approved. Uh, yes, very much so. Uh, yeah, you've got yourself the hair of Blair. Ooh, lovely. Uh, so, uh, would you like to pick up any sort of health potions or the New Milk Extreme Edition uh, while you're here as well? Well, I'd always like Extreme New Milk. Yes. Uh, how many uh, bottles of uh, extreme new milk would you like? There's five in stock. Five. Five. Uh, so that'll bump the DC up to 15. Uh, do you want to roll a quick persuasion check again? Uh, yes. Four milk, please. Thank you very much. Fourteen. Uh, uh, you're approved for four oh. of them. Uh, I would like a couple of health potions, please. Yeah, how many? Well, I'll take two. Two. Okay, so the DC will be 12. Do you want to roll a quick persuasion? 14. 14, yeah, you're approved for two health potions. Yay! Mm. Uh, 
Uh, anyone else want to grab any health potions? Still distracted by my book. That requires a persuasion check. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, so if you'd like to try, who wants to try their hand at the random item uh, dispenser? Go on then. All right. Yes, roll a d100. 85. 85. Let me scroll down to 85, right at the bottom of the list. You uh, pop open the little compartment and uh, you find a small wand. Uh, It is uh, a wand of laser pointing. Uh, It points a small red dot. uh, Very useful against cats. Uh, Lisa is already... Hey, Lisa. Lisa. No, I can't. Dink. No, Dink. Oh, where is it? <laughs> yeah, and Temerity as well as uh, having a whale of a time. Uh, Aguilad, what are you looking into? I rolled a 31. 31. That's a big roll. Cool. Oh, yeah, it's D100, of course, it's a big roll. Cool. Uh, you are also uh, given a wand, uh, and uh, as you uh, flick it around, uh, you find a little note attached to it called This is the Wand of Sneezing. You point it at someone and say sneeze and they will sneeze. Once per day. So I can make somebody sneeze once per day? Yes, you can. Uh, these random items are for comedic purposes, mostly. Uh, Steve or Joe, are you going for any of the random items? Alright, roll a d100. Seven. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, you uh, receive a small potion. Uh, uh, the potion is labelled uh, Root of Banana Resistance. Uh, you will have advantage on any dex acrobatics roll when slipping on a banana. Yeah. <laughs> that That's possibly so the most beautiful. amazing D and D That is oddly ever. specific. Oddly specific. Yes. Uh, uh, Pen, uh, do you want to make it roll a d100? I shall press the button and I should come up 57. Uh, you receive a small quill and the, uh, <laughs> the label says the quill of rage, an ordinary quill that will only write when you scribble in the corner to make sure it is working. <laughs> this makes um, perfect sense. Joel. It does. Oh, you come up with all of these yourself? No, I've nicked most of them from the internet. Okay. There are some that I've come up with. Um, uh, there's like 100 items on this list and I couldn't come up with 100 of them, I'm afraid. I, believe, I think you could. I um, bet you could imagine 100 otters. They would get very <laughs> samey, I feel like, as it went on. Uh, Victory, no, I imagine you, you're kind of the first to wake up with your sort of uh, disciplinary ch- training yes. and such. Yes, wake up, yeah. um, do some exercise, stretch. Check in with my yeah. phone to see whether, whether my boss has received those pictures of Timmy looking awesome. Um, um, I'm going to say yes, he has, and uh, it's uh, uh, under a few in capital letters oh, and three exclamation points. Fingers crossed, you know, he's a very wholesome looking young lad. Uh, as you're doing your morning exercises, uh, out the window you see the sea shimmering with orange dawn light, and there, on the horizon, you see three gigantic mountains rising from the waters to pierce the sky with sharp peaks. Uh, 
Over them all rises one mountain, a formidable and stark shadow that threatens to blot out the sun. Uh, you look over at one of Lisa's maps and uh, it shows that Thrasis is of course a series of volcanoes surrounding a central mountainous peak, Mount Olympus Mons 2.0. Uh, below in the sea you can see some ships moving to and fro from the mountains. Uh, it's a busy shipping lane it seems. Uh, there's some sort of massive freights carrying countless shipments of humongous cargo. Uh, you also see what are unmistakably military vessels. Do I recognise what military they're from? The Navy? Um, make a history check. But yes, obviously but, that yeah, is well, what country owns them. A history check? Nine. Right. It's not a particularly high um, DC because uh, it should come as no surprise to you that these are um, ships from Thrasis itself uh, that are heading to and fro. Uh, after a while, uh, Lisa comes out to join you, uh, sipping some coffee that smells distinctly like it's laced with catnip, and uh, she's keeping temerity at bay by pushing her to one side. Uh, and she says, Morning! How's it going? Fine. Do you need any milk in your coffee? No. I've given it up. I see you're taking note of those military vessels down there. Yes, yes. It's always interesting to see a branch of the service. Well, should expect it from a nation of Warforged. Clues in the name, isn't it? They call Thrasis the strong arm of the GA. You have a bit of a military background, right? Uh, I did, yes. What was that like? Um, you had to get up very early and kill people. What, every day? <laughs> Happy day. <sighs> Sometimes what? Depended on the people you were killing. <laughs> I suppose it would. Thrasis is fighting several wars at the moment. Life of violence never really appeared to me. What brought you into the service? Um, family tradition. Um, which is why I don't talk to my family because I'm no longer in the service. And they were they were very, very proud of me for going into the service and very, very disappointed in me for oh, exiting huh. the service. Well, that must have been difficult for you. Family can be disappointing sometimes. Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm very disappointing to my family. But you're not disappointing to us. Oh, well, that's lovely of you, thank you. All that day-to-day -day fighting and killing. I don't know how people sleep at night. Perhaps they just need a little milk of human kindness. It worked on the vampires. <laughs> it did work on the vampires, yes, yes. And, uh, and on old big farm. <clears throat> well, once we land... I'll do a bit of research, see if I can see anything about giants in this country. Good to be prepared. I'm noticing something of a pattern. There do seem to be a lot of giants. Seems to be that during, when we reach the end of our time in the place, there seems to be some kind of giants that we have to meet. I don't know what this strange pattern is. Um, are they warforged? Are they people or are they like just... Made of metal. Have they got people inside They're a bit them? like that clockwork man you met, but more advanced. They have souls. Uh, They're living beings, just, you know, made of metal. Interesting, but a bit beyond me. You should probably talk to Captain Biscuit. Actually, don't talk to Captain Biscuit about it. She probably wouldn't be able to shut up about it. What do they eat? I'm, I'm not sure. Are they actually living? Yes, of course. 
And please don't ask such insensitive Ooh. questions to their faces. Well, no, but I was just wondering if they could live again. Of course you were. So Bessie flies over the mountainous volcanoes and circles lower towards the crater of the central volcano. Uh, Within the volcanic pits you can see hundreds of buildings sprawling along the walls and bridges and skywalks spanning the immense distance, branching like spider webs. Uh, There's a huge citadel near the pinnacle of the north side and that's where the Zeppelin heads. there's inside yes and uh, there's lots of like plumes of smoke coming from below and uh, already you're feeling quite warm I see is this an active volcano an active volcano I hope not I suppose we'll find out well hopefully not from too close (laughs) (laughs) yes and if we do find out it won't be for very long Uh, A landing bay is clear near the citadel, and uh, you see a welcome party waiting for you. Uh, As the zeppelin doors open, you see all of these people, uh, tall, short, round, square, triangular. Uh, They seem to come in all shapes, literally. And again, at first it looks like it's people wearing armour, but as you get closer, you realise that these are indeed warforged, and they are indeed people. A tall robot with massive shoulders and a round head approaches you as you step off the zeppelin. Uh, Steam clicks through their joints, they tower over you by about a head. They slowly reach out a metal hand and it opens to reveal a tiny robot. And uh, the tiny robot hops up to you and uh, does a little salute and says, Greetings, delegation from Darnoth. We have been expecting you. I am General Crux, Head of Steam, and I will be your main contact with the government. The Lord Controller has requested a meeting with you at 0900 hours tomorrow morning. That's early. Bore. Is it? Ooh. Well, no, it's normal time. <laughs> Boreda. I, I kneel down and hold out my hand to the little guy. Uh, uh, he reaches out a hand to shake your hand. Very honoured to shake your hand, sir. I can't believe it. The littlest fella's the biggest cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I worked my way up through the ranks. Twelve years of service. Mm -hmm. Yes, fighting the Dark Lord on the front lines. Well, uh, we do have a number of non-Warforged here as well. We're not all uh, completely homogenous. There is uh, somebody here who wanted to meet uh, your Captain Biscuit. You see a small man in kind of a steampunky suit uh, with sort of braces and uh, a waistcoat. Uh, and a uh, top hat with goggles on it. And uh, he comes uh, sort of stumbling towards Captain Biscuit, uh, who gives him a small wave, looking slightly nervous. And this man says, Cousin, it's been years, how are you? Oh no! Uh, he trips over and knocks Captain Biscuit into one of the moorings holding the Zeppelin down. It snaps, and the thing almost starts to fly off. Don't, don't worry, I'll get it! Oh god, oh no, oh beans! And uh, he is being floated away on the line as the ship starts to uh, float upwards. What do you do? I run to catch the bottom of the line. Me and try and pull it back down. Uh, Looks like we're stuck to the ground from now on. <laughs> uh, Victrina, can you make a strength check? Don't fight it, Victrina. It's gonna go. It's gonna go. <laughs> there are still go. some of my books on there. Right, well, well, eleven. Well, Miss Bessie. But we'll not miss that much. <laughs> uh, you, I will. I've made myself quite a comfortable home up in Bessie, I'll have you know. 
Wait, little Timmy's on there. Yeah. Uh, you grab the ropes. Little Timmy's on there still. Uh, you were using mage hand. I'm using right? mage hand. Yes. Um, I don't. Um, That'll just be good. To yeah. Grab the rope. Yeah, you do it. Uh, Perrin, what are you doing? I'd probably do exactly the same, using mage hand to grab at the rope. Yeah, sure. And I think Agrilad, you grab onto uh, Victrina's foot to kind of keep her down uh, before she is um, dragged away. Uh, you manage to help this little guy down and uh, retie uh, Bessie to the ground. Uh, and he looks up and goes, I'm sorry, uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, it was all happened so quickly. And Captain Biscuit says, It's fine. Really, it's fine. Uh, sorry, looks like I'm going to have to babysit for a while. Uh, he gets up and uh, runs at you, uh, Perrin, and goes, <gasps> A dragonborn? Oh, Hi! I've never seen a dragonborn before. Can you fly? No. Would you like to? Yes! Okay, uh, have you tried flapping your arms really, 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 really hard? Okay, okay. I did that when I was a kid, but I haven't done that since then, so maybe in my adolescence and young adulthood I've learnt to. Uh, I start flapping my arms. He starts flapping his arms as well. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> 19 versus AC. I get ready to catch. Um, um, that, yeah, that, that hits. Uh, one of his flapping arms whacks you in the face uh, ow, for ew, just one point of bludgeoning damage. Goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so so sorry. I just got really enthusiastic. I'm sorry. Hey, I do that. I do that too. Other things I've done just because I've been so keen. Oh, what 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 happened to you? If you don't mind my asking. Oh, I burnt down an entire forest and then had to spend a decade paying penance in an abandoned monastery. Oh, we've all burned down forests. Uh, and Captain Biscuit's grinding her teeth behind. Yes, Lexi, very much so. I'm stepping back. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Stay away from this person. Cousin, can, can, I, can, I see the, can I see the Zeppelin? Not right now. Let's get you to the hotel. I'll join you later. Captain Biscuit, I recommend you not letting him on the Zeppelin, like, at all. Yes, yes, I know. Shh. And uh, she leads him away um, uh, somewhat... Um, dejectedly uh, Victrina uh, as you are uh, watching all this go down uh, you spy another elf uh, standing in the ranks uh, she looks back at you with a sort of blank stare of a guard and then her eyes brighten as she sees you uh, her nose is slightly squished as if she's fallen down a lot in the past but she has the high cheekbones and pointy ears of a high elf she marches forward and salutes First Sergeant Erikina Molded Fromage at your service. And she Brilliant. looks you dead in the eye, and you look her in the eye, and it's a staring contest. Would you like to make a constitution check? Uh, I got thirteen. I got thirteen too. Ooh, uh, what's your what's I your? I use my wand <laughs> to make her sneeze. Who are you making sneeze, Victorina or Erikina? I'm going to roll a d6. Odds it's Victrina. Okay, so Victrina, you sneeze and lose the staring no, contest. No, no, no. I, I, no, I said it, if I rolled an odd, it would be Victrina, ah. but I didn't. I rolled a two. Ah. So it's the other, other elf. Erikina sneezes and goes, <laughs> Not fair! Bless you. <laughs> Not fair. Victrina, crested greed by all the gods, it's good to see you. It has been an awfully long time. New milk, new start, eh? I've got so much to tell you about what I've been up to. Oh, sorry, I should introduce myself. Me and Victrina, we go way, way back, trained together. 
thick as thieves. She was always a bit better than me, but no hard feelings. I shrug. <laughs> so modest. Oh, I need to tell you something. They let me drive a tank. Can you imagine it, me in a tank? How many people did you run over? Let's not get bogged down in the details there. How, how, how do you drive a tank? Don't the fish get in the way? Well, they did. But that was only because I crashed into a lick. So I'm not in the service anymore. Mm. Because you drive a tank into the lake. Again, let's not get bogged down in the details. Or bogs. Or bogs, yeah. <laughs> or lakes. Um, so, uh, where are you guys staying? Uh, we're staying at a hotel, aren't we? Yes. The basic hotel and breakfast. Check-in isn't for an hour. The basic hotel. I see those government contracts are really giving their all. If I may, General Crooks, why don't I get you a few rooms at the luxury hotel and spa? I'm staying there. Here. I bet they've got Ooh. avocado on Lemba's toast. Ooh, I haven't had that for a long time. Um, is this is this officially, you know, is, are we, is this corruption if we take this? No, of course not. You're my friend and I'm doing you a favour. They don't need to know anything other than that. All right, then. Excellent. And uh, General Crooks sort of shrugs and goes, Very well, I see no problem as long as you're at the palace tomorrow at 0900 hours. Uh, here is... We need to see the boss. Yes, you do need to see the boss. He was born here, you know. Uh, some some accused him of being born in the US of States, but uh, he denies it. Born in the GA. Born in the GA, yes. Uh, so the little uh, robot scampers up to the shoulders of the bigger robot and goes, Now, Eduardo, away! <laughs> and the larger robot marches off. Um, Erikina sort of leads you uh, off the landing pad and into the city. Uh, it's bustling with these metal people, some with their uh, sort of extendo arms and some are uh, clockwork bodies and some have huge hammers for hands. It's massively varied, massively noisy and very, very hot. So, trying to join the GA then? How's it going so far? No need to go into too much detail. Don't need the nuts and bolts of it. It's, it's... I'm afraid we're not allowed to tell you because it would be breaching national security. Oh, I understand. Lips are sealed. And she does a little thing where uh, fingers over mouth to do a sort of zipping mouth closed thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, how come you are working here? Basic security work. I'm freelance now. Some bigwig wanted extra security, so I signed up. Oh, yes, I, I, I did that for a bit after I left the service. Yeah, some big old bloke called Raytheon, they call him, but more often than not, he's let me take part-time work with local bobbies too. Very nice old man, bit tall, 20 foot, I'd guess. Real giant of industry. Is he, um, is he um, human-shaped? As human-shaped as people get around here. So, so not necessarily. Deals in weapons, mostly. They call him the weapons giant. Big business down here. Owns a lot of factories, I hear. Some need extra security right now, so if you ever feel like moving on from New Milk... Oh, no, I'm very happy at New Milk. He's something of a local hero in this Raytheon. Yes, you could say that. The economy relies on his business. He makes all the weapons, and the Republic of Robot fights all the wars. I'm beginning to sense a pattern. Uh, you arrive at the luxury hotel and spa uh, within... It's so immaculate, you can hardly take it in. Uh, the decorations are very Art Nouveau, lots of flowers and spiral staircases and red, lots of red. 
uh, sort of massive fireplaces burning with roaring flames, crimson carpets, rubies adorning like door handles and handrails. Uh, and Eriquina says, Right, I'll get you all checked in. Why don't you head into the restaurant, get yourself something nice? Don't need asking twice. Well, no. Did you bring Timmy with him? He's still on Bessie. Oh, yes. We didn't want to have to keep track of another NPC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the restaurant is again... Uh, I could call him, I've got my whistle. You do have your whistle. <laughs> you can only use it once. You should probably leave him where he is. <laughs> okay. uh, at least until the boss battle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the restaurant is again, uh, again posh and fancy. Uh, uh, a waiter bot uh, comes to you, and uh, he's got you know sort of metal bow tie, sort of uh, um, magnetically attached to his uh, neck, and a little bowler hat. And uh, he leads you to a table and hands you some menus. Um, what kind of food uh, do you normally uh, order at a restaurant? Who among you has like been to restaurants before? I, Not me. I've been to restaurants. Yeah. Agrilad has, but he doesn't really think much of the entire experience. He looks at the menu, looks down the lists, and goes, yep, that'll do lovely, and passes the menu back. Uh, the menu, I'll read the menu to you. Uh, starters. Oil soup, diesel or unleaded. Data sticks for dipping. Mains. Nuts and bolts served in a white oil surf- sauce with a side of fried screws. Baked motherboard stuffed with circuits and wires. Desserts. Chocolate coolant fluid, metal shavings on clockwork pudding. It's all made of metal, by the way. Close brackets. And the waiter says, Welcome to the uh, Nuts and Bolts restaurant. Uh, can you get you a glass of antifreeze to start? How about some lubricant? No. 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 I, no. no thank you. Um, do you have How about some distilled? That's not deadly to people who aren't metal people. Oh, well, uh, we don't have much call for it uh, here. I mean, uh, uh, we don't really serve a lot of uh, non-metal people, but I shall see if we cannot uh, rustle something up for you. Um, I will talk to the chef. Um, uh, what, what kind of things would you like? Dairy. Dairy? Mm. I, I think my little friend Meat. would like a black pudding. Mm, mm, mm. Does not compute! Does not compute! And he falls in. Oh dear. Victrina, that's broken him. Oh dear. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, as you're kind of. Uh, uh, what do you do with this? Sort of, like, try and fix yeah, you can try and fix him. What do you do? You know, I start kind of hitting him with a table knife to see if I can maintain him into being alive again. What do I have to roll to try and fix um, him? Arcana, I think. Seven. No. <laughs> if anything, you make him worse. We could hit him with the contents of the menu. Uh, you start hitting him, uh, and uh, sort of. I'm even a, a little disturbed by this. We're hitting the hired help. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not hitting oh, him. I'm Johnny ninety-nine. <laughs> uh, as you are uh, hitting in a sort of. Um, almost rhythmic pattern uh, you can hear the uh, rhythm getting louder and then you stop hitting and the rhythm continues outside the window no it's not oh, I've got an outbeat. Uh outside you see a battalion of heavily armed city guards uh, rushing past the window 
and uh, hurrying down the street. I've run to the window. I want to see what's going on. Uh, you see a couple of other um, patrons of the uh, restaurant uh, come and see as well. And one of them says, Ah, sending the guards down to the lower towns again. And quite right too. Quite right too. Mm. People are being uppity. I hear there's a strike going on at one of the factories. <laughs> Big news. I'm surprised you hadn't heard about it. When you were rivals, I have to say. Well, you'll see. There's some uh, upstarts in uh, Raytheon's weapons factory who've decided to go on strike, threatening the whole country. The sooner they're all dealt with, the better, I say. <laughs> well, hmm. Why would they have to go on strike about? Uh, greedy, they just want all the money and weapons for themselves, I expect. Yeah. Well, what would they do with weapons out on the street? Well, <laughs> they, they could, they'll eat them, I imagine. Eat all the weapons. Doesn't sound so terrible. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they need one of them onions like they had down in that centaur place. I don't know what you're talking about, but um, <laughs> what, what they do need is a, is a good thrashing, I say. <laughs> the city guards will see to that. Uh, Mr. Raytheon, I, I hear he's been giving them some extra weaponry as well to help resolve the situation. <laughs> They'll soon be sorted, don't you worry about that. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Lisa is looking at all this and again, like, a sort of dark cloud seems to have come over her and she says, Right. I think we're going to have to have a few words with the President. Is it going to be about this incident on 57th Street? Trail Referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penrigante, Joanne Hall as Victrina Crested Grebe, and S. Naomi Scott as Aguilad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, Martha Buckley was Captain Biscuit, Daryl McLean Jones was Tim the Taylor, Ros Clark was Erikina Molded Fromage, Tanya Dobb was the Chancellor, and Genevieve Savine was Lisa Townsland. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. If the cliffhanger to this episode was too much for you, you can go to patreon.com right now and get early access to episodes, including the very next episode, released a week early. You can follow the campaign trail on Twitter at the campaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, soundcloud.com forward slash Joel Corner, and wherever you find podcasts. So until next week, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.